Hi. This is Kinda Jaded. With Casey Hill. And <laughs> Caroline. Me, me, me. Good morning. the world. Such a pretty girl. <laughs> um, can we talk about how I look like I'm about to turn butter? I was going to say, I love cows. it. I love it. Wait, what is, is it a full dress? It's a vintage. Wait, I'm obsessed. It's so good. If you're not watching, it's like, it's literally a butter churning dress. It's like a floral, but then it's got the sort of a. It's giving butter churn. It's giving milking the udders. It's giving shoveling shit. It's giving rubber boot. It's giving. How long is it? Laying an egg. It's, uh, do you want it? (laughs) It's giving laying an egg. It's like down to my mid calf. Perfect. Modest. Modest. Yeah, baby. We need to cover our legs in we this keep era. It modest around we can't here. Be showing those gams in this era. <laughs> for Only for free. your husband. <laughs> Only for your husband. And you Not are a free. married woman. You better I cover am. up those and knees. You know the perks of being a married woman? Your husband makes you protein powder French toast that is dry and disgusting <laughs> like Wait, baby, what the fuck breakfast. is what's protein powder french toast i mean leslie's just obsessed with protein he's just like obsessed he like wants to just be like protein 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 he wants like zero percent body fat mm. and okay he <laughs> i can't relate but okay. i literally can't relate because i mean I... Like I want that. Sure, but sure, like, sure. I but not won't. that bad. <laughs> no. no. I don't like want he, it bad enough to get it. I mean, but he's like he's a fake bitch because like literally it's he ate spinach dip last night. So but then he like, like spinach artichoke dip? Yeah, like cheesy spinach dip Ugh. with pita. Like there is nothing. No, there's nothing better. There's nothing Spin better. Spin dip on the menu. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, here's the thing. We'll take three. I'm a dip girl. Oh, babe. Through and through. Also, wait, Kara, this mug. (laughs) Speaking of working out, I got this mug. I bought it off uh, one of the girls who goes to my gym, Cassandra. Shout out Cassandra's cabinet. She makes custom little... Wait, um, it's mugs so and cute. Cups. It's, it's really a little, cute. Okay, so if you're it's not watching. It's giving butter churn. It's giving butter churn. It's a little white mug and there's little strawberries all over it. It's so cute. Basically That's what so we're saying me. is that you should start watching the videos. Are we in cottage core? I mean, I've been there kind of. You know, yeah, I, I've you been in my in bug I know. Lady bug. I do. Okay, but back to dip. If there's a dip on the <laughs> menu, I'm going to get it. Oh, of course. Dips I'm a are dip girl. the future. They're the past or the present. Dips are are the past, present, and future. Honestly, for me, a lot of foods are vehicles for dips. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 You know? Like. I mean, like, exactly. Like, I will get, like, I will double up on the sauces. Like, if mm -hmm. I'm getting wings, like, they're getting drowned. Oh, they're getting drowned. And there's something, like, really disgusting about it. But it's just, it makes us human, I think. To me, well, if we didn't do that, we would be, like too pretty too cool too like zero percent body fat zero percent body fat and so we have to it it's actually sort of like a government thing they came to us and they were like you guys have to make yourselves at least a little bit gross yeah so you need to like you need to have a little bit of dip 
at least. You need to have a lot it's of a government mandate. It's a government yeah. mandate. If you're not sorry, we're cracking down. <laughs> if they if you pull up to a restaurant and you don't order dip, mm-mm. we will know. Watch out. Well, no, they're watching you. And so we have to. And I hate to reveal our secrets, but that's what it is. Like if I go to fast food and I get a chicken nugget or a fry dip, you can't have it dry dip, hard dip. dip. Yeah, babe. You know that meme with the button dip, dip. Exactly. Dip. Do you ever go to Chick-fil-A? Yeah, but you know what's funny and controversial? I'm not like a big like I like I love chicken I really do sure. but there's like I, I'm not like reaching for the fried chicken I get which it. is interesting I'm, I've never been like a, oh like I want fried chicken right now so what's your but fast love food it. thing okay I my fast food is classic McDonald's two cheeseburgers medium okay. fry and a coca-cola respect I'm sorry I mean- I'm sorry I don't eat beef, so chicken is oh, kind of my like. Oh yeah, and a junior chicken is is slay at McDonald's, but like, I I don't know. There's something that's like too intense about like, and like oily maybe. I have to say I'm kind of off chicken for a little bit because I've been wronged by it a lot. Like, chicken gets weird too. That's it the gets thing. weird. Like when you start to mm-hmm. like focus in, that happens to me a lot with meat. Yeah. When I start to like look at my like burger, my like chicken, and I'm like seeing this the stuff, I'm like, Ugh. you're like, I actually can't do this. It happens to me with chicken wings sometimes. Yeah, I've been a little. Well, first off, over the past year, I got poisoned, you know, a few times, as we yeah. know. I feel um, like it was an inside job. Yeah, and it was always chicken. It was always from chicken. I feel like it's somebody's trying to get you. I know. And then let me tell you, I wouldn't call it a full poison, but last Wednesday I ate a chicken burrito. I had like two bean burritos, one chicken. Okay, they were tiny burritos, Mm -hmm. and I had three of them. Are they the Trader Joe's? No, they're from this place, Burritos La Palma, which is so good. Oh, babe, what are you trying to say? Like, I don't know, Burritos La Palma. Well, I didn't know. I would die on a cross for burritos la palma those they're the the best best burritos i'm i can't breathe right now thinking about them they're so good their bean and cheese burrito is fucked it might be the best thing ever it's the best one too like i know cheese is the best one on the menu i know and for some reason i was like you know what i'll get a chicken tinga also with bean and cheese but i don't i mean i don't want to say it's that that messed me up but my stomach has not been good for the past week let me tell you i just shit this was last week Mm -hmm. i'm not sure what happened so what are you drinking or eating now broth no i'm eating normal it's just like after every meal i'm like yep i need to go to the bathroom immediately yeah you know shitting it's like shitting is big right now like yeah it's not like i feel like people are shitting right now for sure yeah yeah, people, people are. are. People are definitely shitting right now. No, people are for sure I know, shitting right like, now. People are telling me, and yeah, shitting is happening. It's yeah, well, bad. it's happening over here, let me tell you. Yeah. But um, yeah. it made, for some reason now, I'm like, yeah, I actually don't want chicken ever. Yeah, I mean, what's her name? Me saying what's her name? That is oh, such no, disrespect. No, no. What's um, her name? 
uh, Karen Huger from Real Housewives of Potomac mm-hmm. calls it the dirty bird. She does not eat chicken. She says really? the dirty bird. Yep, she does not eat it. Does she have any reason? She was I'm sure she has plenty. I just, you know, she just avoids the, the chicken. I feel like and at I this get point it. I should. I yeah. fucking get it. Wait, can we talk about one fast food thing and then we'll actually get into our real podcast? Um, Shake Shack's new veggie burger is so fucking good. I need it. Have I love a it? veggie burger. Well, I don't here's think a- I have. Oh, well, here's the thing is that it's a real veggie burger. It's not an impossible burger, which oh, I- so it's like has like veggies in it. I, yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. And I, I'm not a fan of impossible meat. I find it a bit disgusting. Mm. And again, it also really does not sit well with my, my tummy. You know, tummy. And, but yeah, it's a real veggie burger and it's so good. Anyway, I just had to tell you that it's really not an interesting. I will get a veggie burger normally. Like I love like A&W. They have a Uh, veggie burger. Or sorry, they have an impossible burger. Oh, like I'll get a veggie burger if I can. I love the taste of veggie burgers. I do too. This is really important stuff. Hard hitting knit. Yeah. Getting in the nitty. Also, do you okay? I have a question for you that uh-huh. I was thinking this morning. Do you think everyone's funny or do you think no one's funny? Because I go back and forth. Mm. Am I allowed to say like no some people? Funny? Or it has to be everyone or no one? It has to be everyone or no one. We're extreme here. This is extreme sports, babe. Like, in a way, everyone's funny. Yeah, in you a know? way. But in a way, no one is funny. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> um, Maybe I just think Are that... Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, babe. <laughs> Literally, like, is everyone funny or is no one funny at all? These are the que- hard-hitting questions I Hard- have when I wake up. You're like, morning. wait, I have something really big to ask <laughs> Yeah, babe, it's a big, profound question. I feel like it's philosophical. It's philosophical. philosophical. Yeah. Um. Also, one other thing. Do you ever have so many things to do that you just walk in circles in your house? Um. Yeah, but not in a while. You know what I did? I was just telling Tell me. my friends about my system. The only way I get little tasks done, like, you know, the things that I put off the most are the things that are easily accomplishable, like going to the post office yeah, or, you know, Same. sending a letter, sending an email, whatever. So what I have done is every single day, either when I wake up or before I go to sleep, I make a list of everything and I do it on my phone. And I do it yeah. with little checks so that I can, you know, check them, check them off. off. I do that too. It doesn't work. Oh, for me, it works because I don't know. I don't want to feel bad um, if I don't get things <laughs> done. And I only put the thing is I only put a reasonable number of things. You know yeah, what I mean? That's I'm like the key. You can't overwhelm yourself. Otherwise, when you, have you don't like do anything. Things in one, it's better to break and then you don't do it for yeah. a few days. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, you, you have, could do two things a day. Yeah, you have to do, you have to make your list reasonable to accomplish. 
we live in a capitalist world and you have to do your little tasks. You have to do your little tasks and make your little lists. But that's what I do. And and lately it's been working really well for me. So, yeah, I, don't I feel know. like my whole life after like putting on this show and putting so much energy into it and literally having the most anxiety, I think so many things like kind of fell. I don't know, just I you know, put a lot of shit on the back burner. So now I have all this like stuff piling up and I'm like, okay, I'll just walk in a circle and maybe just um, make another coffee you and just... then walk in another circle <laughs> and then churn some butter. I understand that. I guess in some ways, maybe I'm putting things off and I'll be like, okay, I should sit down and write music, but Oh, maybe, maybe I could also sit down and open my phone and look at TikTok for an hour. Yeah, babe, literally. And then I get more anxious the more I look yeah. at the TikToks, but I'm like, I can't stop because everyone's funny. So I guess everyone is funny. Everyone is funny. Everyone oh, is thank funny. God, I was losing sleep over that. Yeah, no, everyone is funny. Um that's what we I think that that's true everyone can be funny even when they don't realize they're funny you know mm -hmm. I think you just have to have a sense of your own sense of humor and you just have to find the funny and find the fun you have to kind of live laugh, find, love in a way you have to find the funny that's you do you really have to find the funny and that's sort of what the live laugh love campaign is all about um yeah we partnered with live love laugh today to celebrate pride month and living, laughing, and loving. And loving. Have I ever told the pod about how I wet the bed till I was 13? I must have. I don't know. But well, you if you guys don't remember, or if I don't know, I might have mentioned it before, but I used to wet the bed till I was 13, and I'd go to sleepovers in diapers. No. Yeah, and I'd have a puffy <laughs> ass. And I already had a puffy ass because <laughs> I just had an ass. They used to call me Big Butt Valorzy. No. Mm -hmm. I got you Big Butt Belorzy. Big Butt Belorzy. They're Big Butt Belorzy. And I'm like, yeah, well, one day you're going to love it. Yeah, one day um, the tides are going to turn. I'm and like, one day there's going to be a family called the Kardashians. <laughs> um, yeah, and I used to wear like good nights, like those diapers for Did they like, know? young adolescents. I mean, I'm sure, but I played it off. Like, I'd be like, ha. <laughs> I put my pajamas on. I'd be like, <laughs> my diaper plastic would be making noise. I'd be like, I love boys. Who's your favorite boy in school? They're with like, the diaper on. With the like, diaper on. They're like, big butt Valorzy, you have a diaper on. And I'd be like, no, I don't. Wait, that is actually really kind of sad. Yeah, it builds a lot of character. That's yeah. Why, that's why I struggle. That's why you're so hot now. That's why I self I doubt myself. <laughs> Honestly, probably why. I've never really felt like I belong. Because you Maybe went to the bed diapers. Too, yeah. Probably. And like it was brutal. Like when we'd go to family things or like had to sleep over, we'd have to put like a plastic sheet under. Oh, yeah, no. like we came prepared. Yeah, babe. I was like pissing the bed. Like, like every night. Like pretty often. And I remember my dreams. I just had like a weak bladder. And I remember my dreams, like in my dreams, I'd be like, 
on the toilet and being like like peeing and then I'd wake up I'd be like oh no and I'd be pissing my pants and my bed I also peed the bed at camp and it was the most brutal brutal no experience of my life because one of the girls was like I'm telling the counselor I was like no and I bolted for the door and like stood in front of the door out of protest I was like you can't tell her oh my that's I also got lice at camp too oh my god you were you were that girl I was really that girl who probably had flies like zooming (laughs) like zooming around yeah 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 yeah. my mom had to leave work drive there take me to Kmart and I was wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt she had to like wash all my clothes in boiling hot water like we had to take the stuff out of my hair like do the lice thing buy me all new clothes buy me a new bag oh my god all for what so I could wet the bed yeah kind of um that's actually really sad I'm sorry that happened to you um childhood trauma free babes wait I was thinking the other day I was vacuuming the house and I was like I need to ask Kara this have you ever broken up with someone and then you know they like reach out to you later and say something really cringe or whatever like about like oh I'm doing well or what what's the cringiest thing someone's ever said to you because I have maybe the best like I'm doing better now text well mine mine was never like I'm doing better mine was like I can see right through you you're still obsessed with me and you (laughs) you don't you are not doing better you are doing way worse I didn't talk to one of my exes for like two months like we broke up it was really bad I left Toronto we broke up and we were it was like radio silent but like I knew like we were like toxic and like Mm -hmm. I knew he was so obsessed with me and (laughs) the first reach out he sent me I got a text from him in the middle of the night and it was just like a red square emoji (laughs) I was like pardon (laughs) and then he also facetimed my best friend who lives in vancouver in the middle of the night and texted her her name (laughs) like her full name (laughs) and she messaged me and was like hmm what's going on here i was like babe i don't know i just got a (laughs) red square and um it looks like things are good on his end (laughs) And then we got back together. (laughs) (laughs) No, it like it was and that it was just like on and off for a long time. But that was like no, babe, it was haunting. You being like, oh, my God, he was like a cryptic. Like he thought he was. Yeah, I'm like the red square. You're like, oh, my God, that's (laughs) finally the red square. (laughs) And I I mean, I was like such a sucker for the like the like um like I'm like weird and like things like symbolism and like all this like I was just like in I was sucked into his world of like like cryptic like I don't know it was just toxic That's but really that funny. was pretty fucking cringe I don't know if I've gotten like a like I feel like for the most part like I keep it pretty like 
with my exes, it's been pretty chill. And except for that one. I yeah. Yeah. I've never really had like a yeah, I'm doing great. Like blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't know. I just had I'm a like, really I funny right one. through you. You just did? No, 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 not just. I I, I was vacuuming and I was thinking about this and how funny it was. There was one we didn't date that long. <clears throat> but I think I know who it is. Probably. But after <laughs> we broke up or broke up with him, I was like, oh, I really just have no desire to ever talk to that person again. And <clears throat> A few weeks later, he like reached out to me and was like, how are you doing? Blah, blah. I'm like, I'm good. And then he was like, yeah, I'm doing a lot better. And you're like, I <laughs> he was know. like, I'm actually like doing a lot better. I stopped drinking soda water and I'm feeling a lot less bloated. Oh, my God. I'm like, if like that as- doesn't seal the deal for you. And to just be like feel so vindicated that you are not with like with that person that you were right to not be with that person babe but also but also as if to say like the reason that they were not nice and that I broke up with them was because they were they were drinking soda water like just like plain soda water plain soda water like seltzer yeah, they were drinking too much soda water therefore they were bloated therefore they were mean they were a bad boyfriend yeah i mean well, tale as old as time right yeah i mean i've heard it all before i've heard it all before we've the heard soda it all water before. thing I, look like, it's so common i'm sick of men blaming it on soda water it's i mean all there's always an excuse right there's soda always water. something with these guys um, um anyway so i was thinking about it the other that's day really like, good that was really funny to think the like fucking, that like, is, you'd be like oh my god it's so so crazy to me like it's so cringe and like people talk about this all the time but like to think back to like how like into a person you were at some point in your life and then like thinking about how disgusted you are by them now disgusted like I actually like I'm sick I'm literally sick thinking about like how like digmatized I was by certain people yeah it's like it's actually disturbing sometimes and I'm like think about it like imagine getting a red square and like being like this is the person for me I like I was actually unwell yeah you were unwell but like I was 100% unwell we've all been there though like like, this is a sign this is the person for me like red square Oh yeah no it's wait I'm about to say something so bad that like almost is so cringe to say it on the pod I had an ex that would like not I mean unsolicited I wasn't asking for this but would like send a dick pic if I was traveling but he would make it in like black and white no with his converse in it (laughs) He was the type to wear a convert, like a black and white dick pic, but would like up the saturation and the contrast. No! Too. <laughs> Babe, <laughs> fuck off. It was like artsy. That's brilliant. <laughs> and he like put some like every time I die lyrics on it. 
It was just like what do you he should have he should have he should have soaked it in tea and like burnt the edges and made oh it look. Oh my amazing. god! Like scan it and then <laughs> and then yeah and then oh my he god! Should have done like a film picture. Was the dick oh. nice or could you even tell because the saturation? Well, was... I, I mean, I, I we were like in a relationship. I'm, okay, I'm like. So... What, what do you want me to do with this also it's like in black and white and like grainy high saturation like no. yeah i'm yeah. actually like in shock i'm a bit speechless it's shocking i need to it's start something... sending ass pics in black and white <laughs> it's something that's like hard to say out loud because i'm a bit embarrassed that it even happened and it wasn't me doing it no you know? like i don't think you would do that you wouldn't no. do that because you're of sound mind imagine yeah imagine was it like was... during an emo era or was it no like... no this is just like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty iconic this is just I'd like who he was older. i i know like I... or in in like 50 years being like this picture is of my grandpa <laughs> this is I'll my see... grandpa in 2000 16 also just the idea of sitting down and like editing it is so fun yeah. to me i know people edit their like their pics like their nudes nudes um, but like to do it in black and white and make it black and like, white is like really like okay like let's make this look antique like what yeah like <laughs> let's make it look vintage like it was found on the titanic yeah they're like look at what i found at this thrift i'm store. i'm <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's a vintage find this I is a vintage it. find i thrifted this nude i wonder like what the like the psychology behind like making it black and white was is it i to, think like, he was blur? insecure okay oh he was say. i know he was insecure don't say <laughs> honestly that's really good it's really like sad honestly it is sad but you um, know what but i love him for it because like that mm -hmm. honestly like that's beautiful <laughs> i would i might i would cry if someone was, was like here like take this, this. take Keep this. this think of me this. every time think you look at me think of oh me put God. it in a locket i can't it's um, actually it's so funny to me though um dick pics are um dick pics are they just are yeah they are it's just it's never quite i think what they think right. it's gonna be you know no. there's um this dick pic going around um i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about it ah eh, whatever um maybe i shouldn't well don't skip over it wait okay away from away from exes and stuff to get us back onto music okay music yeah because we're a music podcast yeah we're right? a music podcast right we pepper music in yeah exactly it's it's more of a lifestyle but it's for the you know the the music heads um yeah 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 exactly. yeah 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 so i had a, i also as i was vacuuming the other day <clears throat> i had this thought and I've thought about it a lot, but so in music, I think it's like only 2% of music producers are women, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. And then I was thinking, why is that? And I feel like there's sort of a thing with women where, and, and 
I'm interested to hear your take too. Like, it feels like sometimes we are afraid to even start learning something or doing because there's this barrier to entry where you feel like you have to be good at something before you even start learning. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the reason I like I can fuck around on GarageBand. The reason I like, I think I started in music when I was like 14. And I think the way, the way like I was treated was like very, like this little like vessel. Like I was, I don't know, like this little like performer thing. And mm -hmm. like, it was very much, I felt like there were a lot of people like, there was just like things felt like gate kept. Can yeah, it feels gate like. Kept? Yeah, but it feels you like know? it's. Yeah, it's like, okay. People treated me like I was dumb, honestly. Like all yeah. the men in the industry treated me like I was dumb. And I, and to be honest, like I never really, like, I had opportunities to, like, you know, start like learning things. And I did, but I never, like, went full force with it, which I regret. But sorry to make this about me um no but it is it's that's your ex no you're not it's that's your experience I don't know yeah there's so much fear of like not I mean I feel like women like aren't taken seriously their like skills and talents aren't like are often not taken seriously in music regardless is that do you feel like that's wrong or like too broad to say no I think that's true I think that there's this thing where it's like sometimes and I'm maybe this is also something that women like we just kind of put on ourselves but it does feel like there is this sort of cultural thing where it's like oh if you you know say that you produce or it's it's the kind of it's the same attitude that's like oh you have that band t-shirt on name five songs exactly. you know what I mean it's that yeah. like, oh, you produce. Well, can you do this? Well, you do you know about this gear? Do you know? And I think that, I mean, even like, like you have to be an expert. Yeah, even me. yeah, like Put that legitimate, on your, yeah, on your resume. resume. And I feel like even legitimate, like great female producers. I remember one um, producer I know, Keto. Um, she and she's you know done really well is a great producer is a woman and she was telling me about the number of sessions that she was put in where people would be like oh well can she actually produce or like does she actually do like just the number of questions that are like well can you actually do this it's like well yeah obviously Misogyny. i'm doing it but it is it's such a thing it's like i think that women sometimes are afraid to even like sit down at the computer and ask to learn because it mm -hmm. feels like I don't know what like what it where is that fear coming from I mean I think it's just like also like internalized misogyny or just like mm. self-doubt and always feeling mm -hmm. like you know it's not your place and that's yeah really dark but I mean, for me, I've like learned a lot since not having 
a bunch of fucking like shitty industry men around me i've like learned so much more yeah since i've been independent because i've kind of had to um but yeah like as from my experience as like a young kind of you know female artist who definitely was like treated like I was like dumb and that was like and that was just because I was like maybe not the best at business but I think that was just my dynamic within my like team and whatever not that I was dumb I I wouldn't say that but like that's how it felt to me that like okay you sing and perform and like everyone else and I'll do this yeah and like that ultimately didn't made me miserable it feels like Um, that's yeah yeah sorry I I heard this story from my manage my old manager about Ariana Grande in the beginning and it really kind of sat with me forever because I was like I was like I feel this way um and it was when she was working with like this producer I know and like they're like, oh, Ariana. And this is kind of in the beginning of her. Hello. Mochi. mochi, mochi um, this was at the beginning of her career when she was like, you know, first working, with, like just got signed to Scooter Braun. I think it was maybe her like second album or something. Yeah. But she's clearly like a powerhouse. And um, my like I all these guys in the studio where they're like, oh, yeah, she's such a like diva blah 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 like she was crying because they weren't letting her like write her own songs and like get be there in the studio and she was like making like having a fit and then they were like trying to position it like she's like a fucking diva and that she's like difficult to work with and I'm like literally that's how I feel like I want to fucking cry I feel like I'm like all of my ideas get shut down like I I get it and like I feel like now she's like producing she's like yeah she's like her own vocals yeah she's a great engineer yeah Yeah, she really is and I don't know that just like sat with me I was like fuck this like fuck these people it just feels very like you know gatekeepy and guess who it is it's the men 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 well I just like inhaled and coughed I think it, I guess, maybe goes along the lines of sort of the, like, oh, yeah, you're the artist. This is what you do, which was my initial experience, too. Is like, oh, yeah, as managers, whatever, we handle the business side. You just do the music. And that's such a, like, misguided sort of Absolutely. path. Because then you're really not in control of your own business. And that's no. where things go haywire. But, but, yeah, it is this idea that it's like, oh, yeah as an artist especially like you know female artists especially if you're kind of like someone who gets plucked out and it's like oh yeah you can sing you can write songs so I think a lot of times I felt like and maybe this was my own insecurity I'm sure a lot of this was my own insecurity but um you feel when you're in a session especially you feel like okay I sit on this couch and write you know my melodies and lyrics while this producer guy sits at his chair and makes a little beat and I'm like okay that's cool let me like do something over it which is fine that's like a fine dynamic but it feels like I don't know there's not a 
maybe it's just that there's not enough women that do it that we don't feel like as comfy being like let me try some shit and like it's okay if Mm -hmm. it sounds bad like let me just like what are you doing like you know let me try something and I think that like I don't know it's really unfortunate that you know I don't know if it's something that we've kind of imposed upon ourselves to feel like insecure asking you know to just like let me do some shit that's probably going to sound bad but I just want to try or if it's just like uh sort of like eh, no that's I don't know what I feel like I feel like also there's like this conditioning that happens where you're just kind of like placating and like working around people's egos too yeah and I feel like you like in my experience like you're afraid to step on toes Mm -hmm. and you're afraid that if you like I mean me personally I've always been like there are always times that I'm like oh what if the like please do this or whatever but I I feel like yeah there's just this like you're walking on eggshells you don't want to like disrupt the piece and like this person has you in the studio and you don't want to like like make it seem like you're like you know trying to like get in their zone Mm -hmm. and like and like if they're not like getting involved in the melodies and the lyrics, like why should I like get involved in their like production? You know what I mean? It's fucked like saying it out loud, but it's like, I feel like I've always been like, okay, I need to like make sure this person likes me so that like we can work together again, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't, that that's like in the past, like I'm not like that anymore. Now I'm like, I grab the, bull by the the horns horns these days because I don't give a rat's ass and I have a lot of trust in my taste and opinions but I think like as a younger female artist in LA like it's fucking you're it's daunting and you're working with people who like have shit under their belt and you're like I'm just here to like you know serve you I think it's like (laughs) getting No, it's true. I think it's also like getting over the fear of being bad at something or like Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like I think that maybe as women that's a little bit harder cuz men are bad at things all the time and it doesn't matter. No one notices, you know, but yeah, I think babe, there's a ton of like massive producers that are fucking bad. Yeah, but I think with I won't women name names. <laughs> I think with women sometimes we feel like again to even start something we have to be great at it which is yeah impossible like you have to be bad at things before you are good at things I mean obviously but but it's less obvious like when you're actually doing it yeah um anyway so that's something I've been thinking about a lot and I wish it I mean I'm I'm really grateful that like honestly during the pandemic was when I really started to sit down and do stuff because you know we couldn't really go into studios so that's when I started recording all my own vocals and like would you know work Mm -hmm. on arrangements myself and and I always like did that not record vocals but you know I was always like pretty at least my second album onward was like pretty outspoken with the production and things it'd be like oh Mm -hmm. let me just sit down and like show you that what I'm trying to do or tell you what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. but then it was my last album where I was like 
okay, I'm going to, and it was easy because the people I was making an album with all worked in logic and I work in logic. So it's like, cool, we can all like, you know, exchange sessions back and forth that can easily like sit down and arrange things, record my own vocals, like, you know, work on like drums. I can, I can do everything and I'm, I'm not a great finishing producer but I can at least get ideas in and be like okay yeah. I don't like the exact sound of this but I want drums that sound like this and I want I know it's easier you know. to execute or sorry articulate your ideas when you can actually fucking do them yeah you know what so, I mean yeah and it, it's like it's really freeing to start yeah. learning and be like it's okay that this sounds bad because you I think what you realize in like starting things is or starting to learn something, especially with like production, music production, is no one really know. There's no like, I mean, if you're really, really good, you know, you know, and have been doing it for a long time, you kind of have your like go tos and things that you use, tricks that you use, you know, to finish a song, to produce a song. But like when you're starting something, especially, it's really like you got to just try shit. I know. <laughs> You and do. no one knows what they're doing. Like, you just have to be like, oh, that sounds cool. Okay. I feel like I wouldn't have written any of my EP if it weren't for me. Just like literally with GarageBand. Yeah. Like I did. I tracked all of my like own demos and well, like the very, very rough, rough mm -hmm. songs. And that like, and, and I just did it because I was like, okay, I have no, no other choice. I you was just like, have to do it you have to do it and it, they sound shit but then but like n my ep wouldn't have like come come about if it weren't for you know i mean it would probably would have but like but like it you, helped move i think along. yeah and i think getting over the fear of like things sounding shit is yeah babe that's a huge big. one also everybody looks back on moments in their career and they're like oh that was cringe like we all do it. Everything's cringe. My whole yeah. career has been cringe. Everything's cringe. But also my favorite artists, and I think the best artists throughout, you know, history, whatever, have put out bad music. Of course. If it's art. Like, who cares <laughs> if it's bad? It doesn't matter. Like, you can't expect somebody to just put, like, obviously there are artists that put out bangers, 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 bangers. But, like, that's not... But there's some doo doo songs in with the bangers. No one exactly. has, and you're allowed to do that as an artist. You are allowed to fucking put out whatever you fucking want, and that doesn't matter. And but like, you, yeah, you need some shit mm -hmm. to make room for the good shit to get the good shit Quote out of that. yourself. I mean, but actually, to get the good shit out of yourself, you have to make so much, so bad, much shit. bad shit. Honestly, like my favorite example of this is Prince. Like he has yeah, such I a knew you were going to say that because because he's the perfect example of it. He has so many flawless, unbeatable songs. And then mixed in there is just this massive discography of. Not good stuff, but yeah. it's like, fucking thank God you did that and you put it out because you mm -hmm. have all this just un unbeatable, like untouchable music. I also love the bad shit. Yeah, because it, I, I live mean, for the just, bad shit. You kind of have to, but there's a lot of artists like that who is they just are very prolific and in being prolific, not everything is going to be good. I think yeah. it's like paralyzing to think totally. that everything you make is going to be incredible. Yeah, and I think getting over that fear is one of the biggest like 
lessons um in music you know and for yeah. and just in life too just like fucking do it put things out it like holding on to music for a really long time because you don't think it's perfect is literally a death sentence it is it is it obviously is. i need to like, remind myself that while I'm yeah oh this. my god all the time <laughs> i had like a full like crisis yesterday really i was just like am i good and was oh, yeah, like every day. yeah and i was like <laughs> okay thanks babe thanks babe he was like music seems hard and i'm like yeah, yeah babe <laughs> but that's the thing it's just like you just gotta keep doing it just keep going whatever what else just you fucking do? do it it's a big whatever i if slept you... on it whatever i'm if lucky it... i get to make music <laughs> if it makes you happy if it, it... makes you happy yeah. It can't be that bad. Um, but actually, though, if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. Really? If it makes you happy, then why the hell are you, hell are you so, so sad? sad? Babe, we've been talking for an hour. I know. I have a, a brunch meeting to go to. Well, you better get ready. I'm, like, nervous about how weird my stomach is and the fact that I'm going to a brunch meeting. Like, what do I do? You order eggs Benedict and then be like, excuse me. Like, I'm just like, what do I do for my stomach? Do I? Just, it's just just have broth. For the next what, like. Six days. Yeah, I don't even know. OK, well, wish me luck. I need some probiotics, I think. Oh, that's and a good idea. Yeah. Settle and that stomach. Settle that tummy tummy. I love you. This was productive. I like when we chat in the morning. We're kind of uppity. I know. I'm fresh. I haven't even had any caffeine yet. Oh, babe. I've had two. Two caffeines. So two caffeines. Um, um, I love you. Um, I love um, you. Yeah. Have a good brunch meeting. Let me know if you um, shit your pants. Um. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>